believe in ghosts, aliens, witches, the paranormal? Of course you do. You wouldn't be tuned in to the Urban Paranormal Podcast. And again, welcome to another great episode of the Urban Paranormal Podcast, where you might be crazy to some, but, but your family, family to us. Hey, it sounded a little light. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, it sounded great as ever. There you go. This is our first show of the new year. Exactly, exactly. Yep, yep. and I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. And I'm your host, J.H. And as usual, we are here to bring you another great story from the Urban Paranormal Podcast. And this particular story, guys, okay, so I know I've been doing some little research on it, so there's more in-depth stuff online, um, but we're going to give you some of the major aspects of this guy. This guy is screwed up and he goes by the, his real name is Marcus Wesson, Wesson. but he's also known as the The Vampire King. The Vampire King of Fresno. Fresno. Freaky motherfucker, bro. Oh my God. And before we get any further, I just want to let y'all know, I know our listeners out there uh, notice that we're not as frequent with podcasts. That's because we are a little under construction. But y'all bear with us. We're gonna be back twenty twenty two strong as ever. So y'all stick with stick with us. Uh, continue to support. Uh, send your donations to dollar sign DSB Media at gmail if you care to he- help keep us on the air. I just thought I had to say that right. Quick, no, that's Jay. fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. So here it is, man. Um, this man here was born in, in 1946, okay? I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, actually, just I want to say the 22nd of um, August. <clears throat> and um, his dad's name was Benjamin, and his mother's name was uh, Carrie. Okay. And he was the actual, Marcus was actually the oldest of four children. Now, the reason why you guys probably want to know, why are you going into that? Well, here's why. <clears throat> I think backstories matter, yo. Yeah, to a certain yeah, to a certain degree. I think the focus is um so let me explain Marcus first. This so and then I'll get you there. So Marcus is a guy who um had sex and children with his daughters and nieces. Yeah, he was a sick motherfucker. He he was very sick. He had sex with his daughters and nieces. He was uh very abusive. I almost want to call him a cult leader, damn near. But with his own family, right? He treat he tre- he treated his family like a cult. He ruled with an iron fist, and uh, punishment could be anything from uh, getting beat with a bamboo stick to uh, if son. I heard one of the sons tell a story where he wanted to go to the bathroom, but his his dad wouldn't let him. So he pissed on himself, and he had to stay with the Urine on him for weeks at a time. All kind of crazy stories. Right. So yeah. with that being said, now let's go back to his dad, Benjamin. So yeah. Benjamin was a vet, a Vietnam veteran from the Second World War. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, he he definitely um, did his job, um, got out. He, he got out because of an injury. So he was receiving a check. So this is his dad? His dad. Okay. Benjamin, yes. So Benjamin was an alcoholic. Okay, um, this is what people said. And 
they also believed that Benjamin was molesting his four children. Wow. Now, I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying this is what people believe. And this is what one of the daughters had to say, and I'm going to quote her, um, that he only gave us hugs and kisses when he was drunk. And that would be that would be uh, Marcus or Benjamin? Okay, that would be Benjamin, his his dad. Oh, okay, but, but, yeah, yeah. But it was his daughter who who made this statement. Oh, okay, I think I said I think I heard that too, and she said that they learned to hide when he was drunk or something like that. Right, they would they would hide until he sober up. Oh wow, that's fucked up. Right, so there you go. That's where you kind of have the maybe he molested them type of thing, but nothing was said for certain. So you think maybe. He learned his behavior from his dad. Or? Uh, that's that's my whole point. Okay, yeah. Okay. So now we we've covered the dad, and the dad was very abusive, very ruled with the iron fist, like you know, very much like Marcus learned. Well, then there's the mother, Carrie. Okay. She was a nurse, but she actually um, was a member of this. Um, what are you? Uh, this this particular church i have it written down i can't think of the name of it i just heard okay it. okay you, I, I came across that too i don't know what church but i know she was like a religious fanatic right she was a, a big time religious fanatic matter of yeah. fact guys just bear with me just one second because it only takes me a second is it the, is it like the seven day adventist or something like that yeah it's the seven day Adventist church yeah the seven day Adventist church right so she um that's the church she belonged to she was a major religious fanatic and when I say that, I mean like she read the revelations, all right? And she she liked it, but she wrote her own She put her own spin on shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And so she drilled this information, these teachings yeah. into young Marcus. So let me ask you this. Uh were you raised real religious? Mm. As far as in the household? Not really. You ever experienced it uh, like a family member, real religious, and try to push it on you? And uh, well, my grandmother. I mean, oh, most, wow. most, most my grandmother would like take us to church on Sundays, and oh, that's regular. That's not like nothing right. extreme. Nah, nothing like that. Yeah, okay. I, I haven't ever came across anything like that, but I did have a childhood friend that was Jehovah Witness, mm-hmm. and I remember that we used to trade comic books. Mm-hmm. And his mom would have to scan. His mom would have to uh, preview the comic books before he could borrow them from me. Oh wow! If there was any type of depiction of any mummy, vampire, monster, anything like that, he couldn't borrow. He couldn't borrow. It. Wow, that's crazy. That is that's yeah. And she would do crazy <laughs> shit like when he would piss in the bed, mm-hmm. she would hang his sheet out. Over the balcony for all of us, all of us other kids to, to see. see. Yeah, yeah. That's. I just imagine how he turned out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I mean, because, that, like I said, that was the reason why I went into the mother. I went into the father, and I went in a little bit into the mother. That was the reason why I was saying that. Um. Well, trying to get to the point that this guy from from day one was programmed in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, that psychologically, with all of what that abuse, even with your friend, it's no wonder. Yeah, it, it ended that way. And the only reason I brought that up be, to show how a, re- a religious fanatic can be, right. because she used religion to uh, to uh, 
to well, justify. Just to, yeah, to justify everything she was doing to correct to my friend. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So Marcus ends up meeting this woman, Mrs. Santos. Yeah, Rosemary. Rosemary. There yeah. you go. And they get married. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, she, she met he he met Rosemary first, and. They didn't get married. He moved in with her. Yeah, he moved in. She had like eight, eight children. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so he really liked the eight-year-old little girl. Yeah, that was Elizabeth. Okay. Elizabeth. Yeah. So yeah. he actually asked Rosemary, "Could he marry the eight-year-old?" Yeah, but we got. Let's get a little bit into. It. So when he moved in, Elizabeth said, "You know, it was it was great at first. Okay. You know, because she had so many siblings, nobody really paid attention to her. Okay. And Wesson showed her extra attention. You know, as an eight-year-old girl, he would play different games with her right. and show her attention. And she, little did she know, she was being groomed. Right. Yeah, she was. he was teaching her uh, not to tell certain things. And mm -hmm. by the time, and this is from eight, by the, turn, by the time she was 15, she was pregnant by this guy. Right. And then that's when he asked uh, Rosemary, which was his girlfriend, uh -huh. could he marry okay. her daughter? Okay. Yeah. I actually thought it was 12, but um, but yeah, he. I'm just yeah. saying the idea and concept of this man that you were dating, she was yeah. dating him. Yeah. And, and trusted him and with her kids. With her kids. Yeah. And he going to ask you to be, not, you mean not just to me, it's just uh, the mother has to blame herself on that yeah. one. And then killing part, the mother said yes. Right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You yeah. have to blame herself on that one. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he's, you know, with this girl. Now, here's the thing, though. He basically, like, like Trent said, he was grooming the girl and everything. And this is what he actually told her. He told her. That she was chosen by God, yeah, you know, to be the mother of the shit that he's doing, that he's planning to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, so even when you take her statement, right, you can see it was premeditated in his mind on what he was going to do. You think so? You think, you think yeah, that that statement alone shows it? So you think when he sees this woman and he sees these nine or eight, whatever it was, children, children, the children is really what he wants. Yeah, wow. It's possible. It probably could be because he that isn't that what he got the what? eight year old kid. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, he did. Right. So of course they uh, eventually leave uh, the woman and and they go on to make their own. Yep. And I think they had like what four children or yeah. Well, by they had you know uh, she they moved in. Of course, she was fifteen. Uh, and they stayed together. They stayed in different. Uh, he never held down a job. No, nah, speaking he of Wesson, mm -hmm. he never held down a job. They stayed in places like uh, one time they stayed on an abandoned boat that well, was docked well, in the harbor. But that was after he yeah. he received the other children. Yeah, but uh, you know, with her, he never had stable work. He was right. always staying somewhere crazy, like yeah. renting from a yeah. friend and mm -hmm. staying working on the property to pay, you know, mm -hmm. his debt or whatever. But to make a long story short, to go back with what you were saying, by by the time she was twenty six years old, she had nine kids from it. Nine kids. Yeah, and because that's what stuck out because it was the same with her mom mm -hmm. had nine kids. 
And right. so he she ended up having nine kids from Wesson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 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 let so let me just go back. So now you understand where these where this goes. So let's go back. So she has just had like about three or four kids or whatever. So yeah. it just so happens that Santos's sister or whatever had children and couldn't deal with them because of drugs and stuff like that. And 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 they were being molested by um, other people. Other yeah. people. Yeah. So she felt that she could give the kids to Marcus. Yeah. Right. And they would be in better hands. But she didn't know the situation. She was taking them out of fire into the flame. Right. And yeah. and that made Marcus and old girl have the total amount of sixteen, 16 children. Kids. Yeah. Right. So so she probably he probably already had it all nine for it to equal sixteen when she brought hers. It had had to be. It well, had to be. I'm, I'm. You know what? I didn't even think about that. But I guess. Yeah, because you know. uh, she had. They had all sixteen at one time. Okay. At one point, and uh, I don't even know if we mentioned that his first child was a boy. Yes, the boys. And, and yeah. then I think he had another boy. Boy, and a total of he had ended up having a total of three boys. Right. And he encouraged the boys to. Grow up, get the get the hell out of the house as soon as you can. Correct. Yeah, and uh, I think how, out of these sixteen, how many girls were they? They were all girls except for the the couple boys, the three the three boys. Mm-hmm. God damn. Now, here's the thing, and I, I'm glad because we can go on that. And this this is counting the nieces. This is counting the nieces. Counting and all. the nieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can and we can build on that right here with the boys. So. The concept and idea of the boys is that he did not want the boys to become attracted yeah. to the nieces or the daughters. And they did. I think one of the boys one of them did. started liking his cousin. That would be his cousin, right? Right. And he made him write this long little paper and all that bull crap. Yeah. Uh, but after a certain amount of time, he made the boys get out. Now, the yeah. thing about the boys is they were disciplined like... Um, no different than me, if that makes sense. They 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 had a regular, hardcore discipline. Well, I don't think your discipline was bad because I think one of them got had to suck his dick or something. So I don't think your shit was. No, I didn't. I didn't know. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I seen that one of the, one of the. It was, I think one of the cousins and the brother said that if he gave him. Fifty dollars? No, the that Wesson would pay him fifty dollars and make make him suck his dick. The um, I know you okay. like shocked. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm shocked, but but that's yeah. that, but that's that's not, not right. to laugh. Not no, but to that's laugh. not right. So here it is. Yeah. So one of the brothers' friends in court, okay, said that. Wesson, the dad, offered him 50 bucks to suck his dick. Yeah, yeah. Not the son. Okay. Not the okay, son. Okay. Okay. I imagine he probably made them do it too. So. Well, well, no. They they was in court, believe it or not, after all of this. Now, we haven't got to the punchline, but yeah. it was horrible shit. Yeah. But we've already told you horrible shit. He had kids, sex with his children, right? But in court, the sons took the dad's Still side. stuck to the side. So I yeah. think some of the girls did too. Well, no, just the sons. I okay. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, I actually seen something updated, you know, where the sons are grown. It's actually on, playing on the screen now. Okay. Where the sons actually, they changed their story. I guess they came oh. to their senses. Oh, they came to their senses? Yeah. Right. And they were saying, like, how much of an animal he was and 
the different shit that they they went through. Right. You know, that's that's a form of brainwashing, Jay. You, I, I like you that. You probably could yes. be be getting treated like the worst person in the world, but you still love your parent. You might think it's normal because you right. don't know nothing. You else. don't know nothing else. Yeah. I, yes. Yeah. You don't. I, I like what you said with that. Yeah. Um, because that's facts. Um, the fact that they did that—that's uh, Stockholm Central. Yeah. Because I think one of them said in court that. He was the best dad you could ever wish yes, for. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The old Zaire or Zaire, yeah. whatever his name is, he, but he said that. So, so these kids here, he treated them a bit different. But the girls, okay, you know, just like a lion and a and, and with a pride, you know, the boy, the cubs, they got to go and get your own, right? So, the the girl, I want to say her name is, um, damn, I almost wanted to say her name was Rosemary. But anyway, she got old enough. And no, I think her, I think I got a name for it. It's Nick Yanni was the first one he impregnated. Well, I wasn't even talking about the pregnancy. Oh, okay, okay. Because so, you know, I just didn't. Which girl? The the oldest one, she she she, ran, she runs away. That's Nick Yanni. Oh, that's Nick Yanni? Yeah, she okay. was 18, yeah. Okay, so so what he did was, because, again, Trent, like Trent said, he don't like to hold down a job, right? So what he do is, what he encourage is when the kids become of working age, he find Send them off. Yeah, he work. find them a job and let them work and bring home the money, right? Wow, sick motherfucker. So, um, well, that's a pimp, bro. Well, yeah, your own fucking kids? I know, I know. That's the fucked up part. Yeah. So- now, that's what he would do. Now, you have to understand, too, that people were witnessing this man, right? But it wasn't just the man himself. They was witnessing the children dumpster diving. Yeah. So the kids would have to find food and stuff in the dumpsters while the dad basically ate a hamburger and a cookie. I know. He over here eating McDonald's and they... Eating McTrash like a motherfucker. Right. And he basically told them that, you know, he provided. Pro, uh, provided for them. Not provided. He for, forbid oh, them, forbid them to eat sugar or anything like that. Yeah. You know? Um, but his fat ass is just doing it. So people saw that, right? Uh, the girls now are older. They're, they're, they're working. And, of course, when you're working, you're going to develop relationships. Now, to understand that, you need to understand that, you know, these kids never went to school. They were homeschooled. All of them were homeschooled. Right. And and I say homeschooled in a certain way. Um, and the Bible played a big part. And let me say this, not just the Bible. He actually mixed he he took shit from different religions and basically formed his own uh he used portions of christianity christianity uh rastafarian mm-hmm. uh voodoo he 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 had everything melded in in the one right and he he told his kids to always be ready for armageddon which was coming mm-hmm. and that jesus christ was was a vampire was a vampire yeah Right. So he had his weird philosophy that he pushed on his kids and used it as a control tool. Right. So yeah. the big thing that happened in this that that straightened up people, the the kids rather, that was kind of they were kind of like not because now they're working, right? Yeah. So they were kind of really getting to see the weird the, the real, real world. world. So his yeah. his his lock on them was slightly, you know, be, being loosened. Yeah. Until Mr. 
David Koresh hit national TV. Yeah, he was he was fascinated with Koresh. So when he saw David Koresh and he, he watched it, he showed the kids. He said, look, this guy is just like me. And these, this is what happens. Right. This is what happens. And to God's people. Right. To God's people. They're attacking us and stuff like that. Yeah. So the kids were like, oh, my God, you know, and they believed everything he said. They believed that. And they knew that they would be separated. They knew that. They knew that the police were the devil. They knew that that world in general was the devil. And if they ever got found out, they was given strict instructions, all right, to, to cover for their beliefs, to basically commit suicide. Suicide was okay with God. And that's crazy, Jay. When you say that, I think of things like when we had a podcast in the past and we we spoke of killers, people who've had people abducted, and there would be that chance that this girl could run off. And we'd be like, well, why didn't she just fucking take off out of the window? You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's that that thing exactly that you're talking about right now. I don't want to, uh, is it verbal control or brainwashing? It, it, it's brainwashing Invisible handcuffs. Mm -hmm. Those invisible handcuffs right. where you... You pound it into this person, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Right. And before so long, I guess you're so fucking scared, you really believe in your heart that this shit is going to happen. Correct. Even when this guy is nowhere around, mm -hmm. you can run off, you know, but shit. This is a, a thing that they that that they did, you know, that, that serial killers and, and killers and psychologists, and they, they, they try to break. But this is how they do it. So they have a captured woman. And they lock her in a room and she tries to fight. They go off in there and they beat her and beat her and do that stuff. But they always do it at the same time every day. Wow. They walk out and lock the door. Make it routine. Right. Make it routine. And after a while, right, they don't even lock the door anymore. And then the woman originally finds out that the door is unlocked. Oh, wow. And when she looks and sees the doors unlocked, you know what she do? You would think she would run. Yeah. No, she shuts the door and go back in. I know. It must be a trap. Yeah. <laughs> this is wow. how they work with the, the mental, you know, psychologists, you know, psychiatrists, uh, psychologists. Mm -hmm. um, these, these guys are great manipulators. And that's what he was doing. He was manipulating his children and getting them to a certain group, you know, way that that he couldn't they they wouldn't they wouldn't break his little yeah, protocol yeah. yeah you know and this david caress situation with this cult leader strengthened it yeah it, it strengthened it you know so i tell you what it didn't always stay strength it didn't it didn't it, eventually it's going to get broken and yeah. and you, you you guys at home are not going to believe what actually broke the hold that he had and i'm gonna let you know what it is though when we come right back after these messages Hey. The Urban Paranormal Podcast. You are listening to season two of the Urban Paranormal Podcast. And we're back. What up? What up? So, um, for you guys who just. Hey, but before, before you get started, I, I hate to interrupt no, you. No, go man. ahead. I, I just want to ask you about this. What A little bit of the news. This is Jelaine Maxwell trial. You know, she was found found guilty. I don't know much about it. You need to tell me. You know, Jelaine Maxwell, she was Epstein's mistress. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. She supposedly have all these names, all of these uh, yeah, the high-powered people and right. politicians. And there was really no coverage of it on the news. 
And that is the news. That's that is the news. The news. So, so what, what do you, you think is going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. If she was found guilty. You think you think she'll, quote, kill herself like, like Maxwell? Did? I mean, bruh, every toilet in America has toilet paper. So, yeah, she's probably going to hang herself with that. You think so? Yeah. Wow, yeah. The old toilet paper news, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. Well, um, I just thought I, I, I'd bring that up, man, because it, it hasn't been covered at all. Yeah, well, you know, and after you brought that up, I'm going to say this. Guys, on Netflix, there's a show called Don't Look Up. And that show is basically talking about the world ending, but the way that they do it is exactly what Trent is saying, that there's no coverage, right? Yeah. And it's because of real things. When real things are really happening, they cover that shit up with, with someone's scandal of sex and stuff like that, so you don't know what's really going on. Well, let me ask you, do you think that, her videos and books and pics and memoirs that ever come out to to that we know everybody that was involved? I don't think we're going to know everyone, but I think that if we pay attention to the news and we'll start seeing people uh, get in trouble for stuff that's not relevant to that. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So you, you think like hidden punishment? Uh-huh. You think so? Yeah. I think that's how they do the powerful. I, what I What I think might happen is they might they might sacrifice those lower rung people. Yes, they they do. They high do that. powered, mm-hmm. but they can probably afford to to lose those guys. Yes. So so keep watching. Uh, you would not keep watching, but just go what he just said. Sacrifice the lower ones. Yeah. Right. Watch. Don't look up, and you'll see what he said. Right, exactly right. that. Okay. So anyway, let's go back to this Marcus. Let's do, it. Let's so, do it. So so for you guys who just logged in or just checked in on us, right? We're actually talking about the vampire king of Fresno. Polygamy, incest, and murder in Fresno. Yes. Sound like a current affair title. It right? does. It does. <laughs> you know. So this man, if if you don't know, he basically had uh, sex with his daughters and had children. So there go the incest. You know. Wow. Um, so let's go back. So now, and if you don't, if you don't know where I'm starting from, then go back and listen to the first episode, the first part. Yeah. But he had a hold on him psychologically and these handcuffs, these invisible handcuffs became tighter after the showing of David Koresh on TV. So the older girl who ran away, she, um, ran away a couple of times, actually. I think she had already uh, given birth to. Yeah, she she'd already given birth. She'd already given birth to. Uh, what would that be? That would be her daughter sister. I, that yeah, would be her daughter, daughter slash sister. sister. Yeah, I gave up trying to figure out how the actual relations were. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that's crazy. That would be her daughter and her sister. Right. That so it's fucking mind blowing. So now get this though, on the second time that she had ran away, right? She went to a friend's house and everything like that. A coworker, basically. Her coworker, because you know she's working now. She's learning that that this man shit is bull. The world is different in her mind. Yeah, wasn't she like uh, romantically involved with this coworker? I think. No, no, no. This is her friend. This was just a girl. This was a girl. Yes, okay. she, she was staying with the girl. Okay. So this was the second time. So what he did was he went, and and she went to the girl for help again. And the girl said, "Well, basically, you did that. You know, I mean, I can't, I can't put you up because she had family members or something at her house at that time too. Yeah. So she had no choice but to return back to Mr. Marcus. So he picked her up and drove her. And um, this is very weird. He he stabbed her. 
he asked her, he first he asked her, did she love the Lord? She said, yes. So he stabbed her in the chest. What? Yeah, he stabbed her in the top of the chest. Wow. Right? Yeah, and when he did that, uh, she blacked out for a second, and then she came back, and he said, are you ready to see the Lord? And she cried and screamed no. And then he himself was upset and he kind of screamed, you know, kind of cried and everything and said, I'm so sorry. I thought you were ready. So oh, wow. he said, don't talk about this. Let's not talk about this. You Damn, know? he must have, must have been not a deep wound or something. Yeah, well, they he basically attended to her wound and stuff is what they say. Wow. So that was it, right? So you would think that um, it was over. Well, here's what happens later. And, and now, now before later, people are actually reporting this man at this point, okay? Because there's been numerous places he lived, right? He lived on a boat. He lived on this property. Uh, all of these different things. And the guy who owned the property um, had died. So his son had sold the property off, and there was no documentation that he could have it. So he had to leave he that to property. Move, yeah. yeah. So he ended up um, getting money based off, off of this property in general. And that he had, and they gave him that money, and he used that to buy a um, a, a, a little a little place that they could fix up and all of this stuff. A little fixer upper. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and and, he, and a lot of the money came from his daughter's earnings too. Correct, correct. Yeah. You know, so pimps can make a living doing this. Wow. So here's the thing: they were seeing when he was on the boat, and these girls were coming in. They were rowing, and he was sitting there looking like the king of the world. <laughs> okay? Yeah. They would be there tending tending to him as in they were actually cutting his toenails, his fingernails, and his hair, grooming his hair, taking bugs, you know, clean cleaning him up. Yeah. This is what they were doing. So you have They were basically his slaves. His Bas wives. Yes, his they wives. Were his, his they slaves, were his yeah. daughters slash wives. So they did anything that a slave would have to do for their master. Correct. Yeah, and I don't know how, where, where where you were going, you know, as far as the, uh, her leaving, running away. I was just, the handcuffs being taken away. Okay. The third time was the, the last time. Okay. You know, but, I, but, you know, since I brought it in that way, I wanted to let you guys know when Trent said slaves and different things, you have to understand, too, that these kids were being told, you know, that having multiple wives is good, okay? They were being told that the most important thing for them to do, as in the Bible says, was be fruitful, to have multiple children. And he also believed that having, <clears throat> having children with your own children Right. Produces a pure offspring. Yeah. It's almost you again. Right. Produce, yeah. Yeah. He said. Um, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. P producing uh, a better DNA or strengthening your DNA or yeah. something. Yeah. It's like you're basically producing yourself. Yeah. So wow. these kids are being manipulated. So wait a minute, Jay. That I just blew my own mind. Mm -hmm. So what, what, what do you think would happen if that cycle continued? What would they create? King Louis. If that daughter, not King Louis, they were all inbred and shit. But if he, 
they just kept going daughter, mother, daughter, mother, mother. You know what I'm saying? Right. What I'm saying is that's we, we know what would happen. King Louis, he he was born with a cleft palate. One leg was too short of another, and he only lived to be like 30-something. I want to say oh, he was, wow. Yeah. He was wow. so destroyed. Yeah, he that, that, that ended the bloodline. There was no wow. mating. Yeah, I know that was a big thing with those guys, keeping yeah. it in the family. Correct. The, the royals and stuff like wow. that, you that, know. Um, I want to say King Louis. I think that's who it was, but it could have been someone else, guys. But you know who I'm talking about. He was born with a cleft palate, a uh, bad leg. He he didn't reproduce. He couldn't reproduce. Wow. Yeah, and he was destroyed. He that that that's ended. Crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So we know what would have happened. Um, well, at least you know scientifically, we know what yeah, would happen. Yeah. You know. Um, but anyway, so. That's what these girls were being taught, and that's all they knew. I mean, you just think about that for a second. That's all you know. You're being taught all you know, and I say that for a reason. Some of you are thinking, man, they should have just left and shit like that, right? But let me tell you something. How many of you really, you know, was told all of these things growing up, and today you still believe that shit? Wow. Like, you still believe that shit, even though that there's evidence to say, Hey, maybe they faked the moon landing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. You still are like, no, no, no. I know they did. You know? Well, that's the same way in the doctoring of the way this man was teaching these little girls. So, so, it, so he had sex with his daughters, and we've established that to the daughters, the 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 offspring would be their sisters and their daughters. So, what would they be to him? It would be his children and his grandchildren. Correct. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. And wow. then, and then he had the kids with the, the his the the niece the the woman the he was with, her sister's children too. So there you have it. Yeah. I mean, so that was all the stuff that was going on. And again, to keep from working when they got working age, he would have them work. Okay. Well, now this girl who's ran away twice, this third time. Oh, my God. This third time she works at this place and she meets this guy. And when she meets this guy, it was it was a very I want to say this was a pivotal moment for her because here's why. Because he stabbed her. And she did that. He forbid her, even though she was living there, he forbid her to talk to her siblings yeah, that was a that was a part of his brainwashing. The boys weren't able to talk to the girls, and the girls weren't allowed to talk to their mother. To the okay, yeah, well, yeah. So he made her not being because that was part of her punishment to not be able to talk to the family. Period. Yeah. So she was there with them, but she could not talk to them. So the only time she was able to talk was when she got to work. And it was this boy, this guy, and she spoke to him. And when she spoke, she started telling him everything. And he was dumbfounded. He could not believe what he was hearing. But as a true friend, he kept her secret. The more they talked to each other, the more they fell in love with each other. And... um that was the third time that broke the cuff and she left she refused she made sure that that marcus couldn't find her anymore and she went and she stayed with this guy yeah you know he probably would have killed him if he found him yeah so 
that that's amazing. So that's how she was able to uh, escape the situation, the brainwashing and everything. So I'm sitting here looking at pictures of these girls. These are some beautiful little girls, man. Yeah. Very unfortunate. Yeah, very unfortunate. Right. And he just treated them like his own little sex harem. Right. Wow. So he, um, so after a little time and she got herself together at this point in time, she got herself together, you know, she said, well, screw it. I'm going to call my actual aunts and stuff. Mm -hmm. These are the aunts that did not agree with Marcus. All right. They couldn't stand him. They had been reporting, reporting, but nothing was being able to be done. So she called them, got ready, and she confronted Marcus. And she said, I want, you know, my child. He said, no, you abandoned your child, basically, you know. And she was like, well, no. And so he's so Marcus, as a great manipulator he is, Marcus then manipulated her into almost staying there permanently just to be with the daughter. Oh, wow. After all she went through with her dude and everything, he almost made her stay because that's the power of manipulation and especially the power and love for one and their child. She was doing that for her child. But guess what? Shortly after that, Marcus found out that she was pregnant with that dude's baby. Oh, wow. So he was upset. He was mad. But he asked her, are you going to give the baby to me? She said, basically, screw you. Yeah. Um, No. And I'm taking my daughter. Oh, wow. And that was it. Well, that's crazy, man. Not to just stick on her. Her name was uh, Nikki Yanni. I want to read out... uh, uh, some of some of his kids. He has sixteen, and I'm assuming these are his kids and his kids that he had from his kids. So you had Sabrina, Wesson, Nikiani Wesson, uh, Labelle Wesson, Serafina Wesson, which is one of the sons, uh, Dorian Wesson, Aviv Wesson, Elizabeth Wesson, Marshy Marshy Wesson. Jonathan, obviously one of the boys. Sidonia Wesson. Ethan, one of the boys. Uh, Jiva, which is, is is interesting. You know, he named this one Jiva. It's a mixture of Jesus and vampire. Yeah. Her name, because like we said before, her, he thought that Jesus was a vampire. Yeah. Then you have Gypsy, Adrian, and Lisi. This motherfucker here, bro. I mean, had a whole basketball team of girls with reserves. Right. You know, and and like he's saying this, right? But you guys, look, I might say some of the um, inappropriate things sometimes, but I'm going to tell you this. I don't really give a damn about his situation. I really don't. I, I try to think about the mentality of these children that that are here now from him. Okay. To know what they actually came from, to know all of these things, and not only for them to know do themselves. They ever, do they ever live it down? Or right, it's this is public. Yeah, this is public. Everyone yeah. knows who you know, and how do they get through daily life? You know, and then 
now being really educated and knowing that physically, genetically, there might be something wrong with them. Right, right. You know? And my t- my big thing about it is it is is him. How does a person like this exist? How is a person like this created? Or was he already like this? And just some of the things that his childhood brung it out? Well, that's why I, I went into the beginning because his dad was abusive. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's and, why I said, was it that that did that create him? Yes. Or did you think so? And and with the mother being such a strict person, uh, the way she it was with created. the relationship, yeah, because yeah. you we, we see everything that the dad and the mother did when he was a kid. We see all of that being done at this point. Yeah. So that's exactly direct situation you know he was created by his mother and you know um his dad wow and his mother would only give one interview she only gave one interview one story about a dog that he had and that was the you know just the fact that um she knew the dog was dead yeah and um he said no no that i could hear a faint heartbeat and he basically she knew the dog was dead but he basically took the dog and kept feeding it milk or whatever. And guess what? The dog lived. Wow. And because of that, he ends up in his lifetime, you know, deciding to go to the military and joining the um, the medical part of the military where he was driving Jeeps and different things like that, you know, in the military. So the man, realistically, you know, was a good, he was a good guy. But the way he was raised, the same brainwashing that he's implementing on these children of his, he was implemented the same way. I mean, you know, let's think about it. You've been brainwashed religiously and and, and possibly, because it's possible, they said sexuality, sexually, possibly. You've been doing this, right? And this is, how, this is a way of life for you. Mm-hmm. The very next thing you do after that is you go to a whole new brainwashing place called the military. Do you see? Yeah. So yeah. once all of that is there, you know, you, you're just waiting to now. Imp- you become a man. You become this person. And now it's time for you to well, do what you want. Well, let me ask you this. So do you think that he maybe didn't have the charisma or or the the personality of somebody like Jim Jones? Or David Koresh? Yeah. Or, or Warren Jeffs? And his family members were the only ones he could get to be his flock for his religion. Do you think if he had been more charismatic or something, he could have started his own yes. fucking uh, Jim Jones cult or something like I, that? I, I, I do think that that's a big possibility because um, he wasn't. He didn't have that. He was a fat guy, you know, let himself go. But he had the art down. The science down of manipulating his kids, right? So anyone he probably couldn't do it to a regular anybody else, just well, his kids. Well, see, I disagree. I think that if anyone else would have sat down with him, he would have been able to do it. I don't think so, mm. because you already have that power over your child. You know what I'm saying? You already have power over your child. You can't leave when you're ready. You have to stay here and listen to this. You know, I think anybody else. Probably would get up, be like, my, my, what the fuck are you talking about?" Okay, you know. Now, now this, I'm just gonna give a scenario though. Yeah, let's say he have his children, and the only thing is, this is where everything gets fucked up. Yeah, he decides to homeschool. Yeah, if his if he was doing this and he took his had his children in school, 
and had his children become his um, recruiters. Mm-hmm. You get it? He could have had other children coming to the house. That's if he was slick enough to do that. Right. That's if. Right. Right. Yeah, because yeah. most of mostly all of the cults. That's how they operate. They Yes. Yeah. You know, but he was doing something that he knew was wrong as fuck, which, which was having sex with his daughter, which is a major taboo. Yeah. So he wanted to keep it close to himself. So that's why we didn't get to see this guy become hypothetically a David Koresh or anything like that. But other than that, if he would have done that the other way around, I think he would have been. Yeah, I think he stands alone in, in the world of these sick motherfuckers because I really can't think of nobody else like him. To their own to family. That, yeah, to that extent with right. their own family. You know, uh, like I said, it's, it's incredible the way he was uh, able to get away with it for so long. Yes. You know, uh, different. Uh, I don't, uh, if they had family, the people uh, see their nieces and stuff. They were, all of a they, sudden, they were reporting him. Popping up pregnant. I don't think they were really doing a good job of it, though, Jay. I don't think so either. I think that there's there has to be something behind it. And when I say something behind it is look at the time period and notice that these people are not white. They're not black. Yeah. They're Spanish. And they might have been illegals and different things of that nature. Yeah. And and, and at the same time, I think uh, drug use was, was uh, a involved. big part of it. Yeah. Yes, with the big. mother. And the sister. Yeah. And the sister. The yeah. sister and the mother. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do think. Yeah. So so many different factors that that played a big part in this. Um, at the same time, you know, let's say this here. Um, it, it, this stuff happens all the time. Yeah. Do, do not do not take his case like it is the only one. It's the only one that we're talking about because it's the only one that's public. But this stuff is happening all the time. If the public if, if he had not done what he had done, this would not be public knowledge, which means it would still be going on, which means it's still going on in someone else's household today. Yeah. You know, so you guys, you understand me. If you are being abused or molested or anything of that nature, okay, there's or being hotlines. Touched inappropriately. Yes. Tell right. somebody. Yeah, there's Don't hotlines. Don't let it get call. that far along. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, I'm wondering what what are these guys? I know I know what he said and preached to his children that his beliefs were, but I wonder was that really his belief, or did he just want to fucking get freaky with his kids? But see, that's a thing too, because yeah. if you base it off of um, him being, I guess, programmed as a child, yeah, I think he believed. You think so? I think I think he believed it to a certain degree. Agree. You to a certain degree. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think he believed it to a certain degree. That's crazy. You know. So, um, but like I said, guys, if you are being abused in any shape, form, or fashion, or you know of someone being abused in any shape, form, or fashion, it's kind of hard for somebody that's being abused to step up. But you know what I'm saying? If you see something, you say something. You call. You 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 butt your nose in, okay? Because these things are happening. And understand this. These are children. And for you to understand this even more so, when the girl was going for help, okay, the oldest one was going for help, her friend said to her, you kind of made this your situation. You made your bed lie in it now. Wow, did she say that? Basically. That's a fucked up friend. Right. Wow. Because the friend had no way to help, and the friend couldn't, 
couldn't phantom the idea of that happening what she was saying so she probably thought she was probably lying about most of it but you know then another crazy little thing he he would have his girls uh perform oral sex on him and he he trained them to perform oral sex from the age of eight yeah see i I know. I, I didn't really want to go there yeah, about I that. Know. And I was hoping you didn't make a joke about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't want to. Uh, he said, this is what he said, and you have to understand, too, that um, he's called himself teaching homeschool. He's trying to make them become better wives. Exactly. Now, I'm going to tell you I this. wish we could get a couple of pages from his curriculum what he was actually teaching. I, yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that. I mean, just to read it, you know what I'm saying? Well, well, he actually did a book. Oh, wow. Yeah, he actually did a book in 2003, I think, um, called uh, Something in the Daylight Done for the Dark, something like that. But Yeah, I think I heard of that yeah, one. Yeah, and it t- it gives you an, an uh, in-depth situation of what was actually happening, basically his memoir, and um, they told him, hell no, they're not. It, so, it's that bad that they decide, no, we're not doing this shit. Wow. And if y'all think what we've been talking about is sick and disgusting, this last segment coming up, it, it gets worse. Yes, yeah. yes, it does. But let me say this before we go to the next segment um, about the the way he was teaching him to be a wife. Now, you have to understand that a woman instinct, uh, her thing, her natural thing is to please. Okay. So he's manipulating them in that shape, form of fashion. Yeah. Now you can say, well, this is stupid. I wouldn't have done it. Well, I got to ask you if you're a woman listening and this is somebody, we're not going to say it's your father, but someone is actually giving you a handbook on how to please your husband. You won't take it. And if you don't take it, then that means you're probably single. Okay, you're probably single because. But we talking about kids here. Yeah, yeah, we talking about kids. But I'm just we're saying talking about kids here. And then I think a woman's first instinct is not to please, is to protect their child. I think protecting the child would would trump any other instinct. That's that's oh, oh. usually a mother's first instinct, and a, and I don't think you could equate that with a kid uh, that's eight years old being given a handbook. Well, well, that's, here, that's basically like giving them a coloring book or something. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's why I say that. So, in order for to protect, they would have to have a child. That happens after the fact, right? Yeah. So, remember, even in the little girl story, she liked the fact that he was getting that that extra attention. So, she wanted to please him in any way she could and keep those secrets and different okay, things. Okay. Well, I'm glad you brought it out like that because it sounded a little fucked the way you oh, said no, it. No, no, no. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying that a, a, a woman's first instinct is to please they want to make their partner that person happy yeah okay we're in a little boy he wants approval yeah he wants a see the little girl wants you know the approval but yet but she wants to make someone happy where the boy wants approval did i do a good job dad or, well i think it's it's the same for boys and girls at that age you know what i'm saying and then maybe i, I think i get where you're going and maybe it's the maybe the wrong choice of words you said uh to please, but maybe you you mean nurture for a woman. First instinct is to nurture. No, no, no. That's when she becomes a woman. Okay. As a child in general. As well, a, I mean, even, even even in a in a child, you see her with with the Barbie with the doll, Barbie doll, and everything, nurturing, yeah. combing the hair, and taking care. Yeah. Of, 
I think that would be more of a nurturing, nurturing. Right. motherly okay. instinct. I can I can agree. I, I'm just saying, what I'm saying is, is that it's very easy to manipulate a child. Yeah. I guess the bottom line is, and especially if you take advantage of that one thing that you know that they have a weakness on. Yeah. Even when they become adults, the yeah. woman wants to please that man. Okay. Yeah. So he took advantage of that at that point. Yeah. You know? So I tell you what, we're going to tell you exactly what happened after, after the oldest daughter decided she wanted her kid and, and she said enough was enough oh, yeah. when we get back. And don't forget to open that wallet up, send us something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lights getting kind of dim. Exactly. And Happy New Year's, y'all. Happy New Year. Hey. Ready to take your business to the next level? Well, what are you waiting for? Drop an ad on the Urban Paranormal Podcast now and get your product or service out of the garage and into the homes of our devoted listeners. Baked in or host-read ads available at a low price. Send that email to urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com and be connected to something unbelievable. And we're back. Hey, what up? So if you're just tuning in with us, we're talking about the Vampire King of Fresno, yep. Mr. Marcus Wesson. Marcus Wesson. I this guy molested his daughters and all of these things. He was things. a general sick motherfucker. Right. Cause fancied himself as a cult leader of his own family. He thought he was Jesus. His kids thought yeah. he was Jesus. I don't know if they really believed him, believed that, but he himself thought he was God. Yeah, well, yeah, let's let's reverse that. Yeah. He believed that Jesus was a vampire. Yeah. But in his teachings, he told his children that he was God. Wow. So, therefore, I guess that means Jesus is his son. And I got a couple of little quotes from uh, some of, some of his, his neighbors. Okay. So, this is from Christina Morales, 22. She says she saw three adult women who wore black dresses working on the bus. So, I guess this is when, this is when they stayed in the bus or something. Right. Uh, if they walked away, she said he would pull them back by their shoulders or hair and tell them to get the fuck back to work. And there's this other guy, Mike, uh, and he identifies himself as Wesson's brother-in-law. Said Wesson was a Vietnam veteran, originally from San Jose. And Kenny Isaac said uh, he, he lived next to them for 13 years, described the home's residents, including the six women, as weird. I only saw the old woman, he said. They would drive by. They would glance down. They did not want to look at you. Wow. That, sound, that's, that to me sounds like control. Yeah, control. Culture. They're not even allowed to look at other people. And one neighbor said that the women typically wore black, white, or gray blouses, so he had like a dress code for them. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and that they were quiet. Uh, and that they were basically just like the weird neighbors, and they had no idea that all of these women were actually his daughters. Right. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, so let me go ahead and and hit you with some of what Trip was saying. So, so he re, he he ended up getting this property. Yeah. And when he when he bought this property, right, as I told you before, the other property was sold and he got some money from that more than what he, you know, thought he thought he would. So he ended up buying this little house, a fixer upper, and he also bought a van. So he started working 
like really working on the house and he was insistent on doing this 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 work you know himself he wasn't gonna pay anyone to do it um so he then decided well i'm gonna need wood right so he went to a place and this particular place had all these wood coffins you believe that do i believe what that he was really that's what he said yeah, do but I, he didn't use the coffins for the wood. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't know what to believe about what he says yeah. because I don't believe shit he says. Yeah, but this is what happened, and he bought the coffins, ten coffins actually, and instead of using the wood for that, the children used that to sleep in. That is fucking sick, bro. That is another part of manipulation. Wow. All right, so now they're used to sleeping in a fucking coffin. Okay. Um, and that's horrible. So what's the time frame? I guess this would happen in the 90s. Well, yeah, it was all the way to the 90s until 2002. Okay, okay. Wow. You know, so. 2004. Oh, 2004? Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, um, so here it is. So he did that. And when they, the so the, the homeowners association, whatever, felt like, his um, renovations of the home wasn't coming along fast enough. Basically, he just had a piece of shit property. Right. It was an eyesore. Right. And they wanted his ass out of there. Basically. And I, he, but I'm still stuck on this coffin thing. Well. Just picture that as a child, Jay. Yeah. Hey, your new bed's arrived. <laughs> <laughs> the that fuck? is fucked up, bro. Yeah. Just imagine being made to sleep in a fucking coffin. Right. And you do it. I think after a while, you will probably start believing yourself that you are a vampire. Right, right. You know, you know what? what? That's the funny part. I never even put the two and two together until you just said it now. Oh, you're the coffin and the vampire. vampire. Yeah. yeah. Just imagine that, man. Yeah. You waking up every morning in a fucking coffin. Just raise up like just Jason. Raise up, blah. Yeah. Or well, like Michael Myers from being hit. Just that raise is, up that like is, that. that. That's, That's crazy. I feel sorry for those kids, bro. And I also feel sorry for. I hate to say it like this, any man that got a hold to any of those women after yeah. they went through this ordeal, yeah, just the trauma that she's holding inside and might come out on him one day, you know what I'm saying? Well, because you, you're basically emotionally ruined after going through something like this. You know what? You're 100% right. Um, I, I don't feel sorry for the man. I think that any man who got with those women after this ordeal are strong, strong, strong men. And I, you know, and I take my hat off to them because they have to be very patient. Well, I mean, that's probably assuming that they know. I I, I very seriously doubt if any of them got married, that's what they would lead with. I very seriously doubt that, that they would even want to talk about or tell anybody that story again. You know what? I disagree because yeah. just like the girl, the oldest girl, she went and she started talking about it to that guy yeah. and kept that secret. Well, that's why it was still going on. She probably wanted a way out. But I mean, after you've lived this down oh. or tried to live this down and finally got to somewhere where where you, okay, I'm okay now. I can be in a relationship. Well, you know what, Trent, you're right. But I'm going to tell you, this is what I predict and what I believe. Yeah. I believe that there's going to be a movie made about this. 
if there have not already been, and we just haven't seen it. Okay. It okay. might be that, that uh, what do you call it, Lifetime Channel movie. Right. We probably I, just I, haven't seen it. I think, I think that that's going to be the women way out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I've told you my story. I am done now. Right, right. You know, and they can exhale if that makes sense. Wow. You know, um, but... Yes, he. So after that, they had him in the coffins, but and the property was going to be taken and seized or whatnot. So he had the women, not his fat ass, but the women. He made them get up in the morning and go do renovations on the bus. Wow. He made them fix the bus up for them to be living on the bus. Now, I've seen a lot of things on YouTube where you can make a bus up to be the home and stuff, you know. I wonder if his came out like that, but that's a lot of people on the bus, you know, but wow. living on a bus. So, let's go. Here we go now. So, she has met the guy and she got pregnant with her co- from her coworker um and um she refused to give up to give the baby to Mr. Marcus, her dad. Um, and he says she has to leave. So she does. Um, the other 80s and everything approaches him really tough and say, this is not going to go like you think it's going to go. Because unfortunately for Mr. Marcus, all of these children were born without his name on the birth certificate. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Right. This is a, a bunch of... Family lies, family secrets that they 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 had to hold on to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just so sad. All of these nine children, beautiful children. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and it well, it was so. So when we took a break, guys, I want let me explain this to you. I there's a lot of children, and these children are from the ages of four and up. Yeah. And I couldn't see how to t- bring you the story without bringing you the story from the person who was most willing to talk about it. Yeah. And I say that in all respect and regards to the other children, because the other children went through these things, too. Um, but their children, they were children. And if they weren't willing to talk about it like that, then I just felt like it's probably best that we just say hey we know it happened and move on let's talk about the woman who who wanted everyone to know well i want i want to say this about mm-hmm. one of his sons mm-hmm. just to show the the level of control so this is uh when they take to, uh at the trial or after his son serafino serafino i thought it was a z but go ahead serafino well he has three of them no, no, no. That's the one. That's the one. I, that's when I thought that was. Yeah. Yeah. Serafino Weston. He was 25 at the time, I guess. He said, I saw this almighty lion, this king. For the first time in my life, I saw him shackled down and he had a look of defeat in his eyes. Like just in that orange jumpsuit, helpless. He said it tore me up. Wow. Yeah, this man that kicked your fucking ass for eating too much peanut butter, right? This man that impregnated your sisters, this man that made you not go to the bathroom, piss on yourself, and leave it on you for weeks. He still had love for this man. He did because in his mind, that lion was teaching a cub how to become a lion. Wow, a fucking sick ass lion. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, you can call it what you want, man. I mean, every man out there could look back on their father doing something to them yeah. that was fucked up in their mind, but as they got older, they get it now. Yeah. They might not do the same thing with their children, but they understand because that 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 taught them something. Exactly. You exactly. know, so we can sit here all day long and and be mad at our parents, but you know, they teach us who we are going to become and who wow. we're going to be. And unfortunately for uh, Marcus Wesson's, yeah, for Marcus Wesson's, Mr. Benjamin Wesson abused and abused alcohol, abused the children, and the mother, Mrs. Carrie Wesson, also abused the children with the religious fanatic stuff that she was banging into them. Wow. You know, now it's kind of weird because they had four children and Marcus was the oldest, right? But um, the other ones did not accept it. Now, be, uh, here's the thing about that. So just so some of you kids out there or parents out there or whatever, you would know what I'm talking about. When you're really young and you have that first kid, everything that you instill in that first kid, right, you, you go, well, this is this got to be the right way. This got to be the right way. And this is how you was taught. But then when it comes to the second kid, you start realizing maybe the way I did my first kid wasn't right. Let me kind of yeah. ease up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and as you get more down, you know, so I take it that Marcus Wesson received the blunt of all of the teachings and beatings and things at a very early age. I think he deserves more of that beating and shit. Well, considering what he did, yeah. yeah. And like you asked me earlier, you guys have to listen to it. He asked me earlier, did I... Did I do I think that he believed that shit? And and part of me do think that he believed it, but then there's also the other part of just being evil. Um, cause, and, and, and you can look at it as this here. First of all, it was premeditated from the moment when he got with the little girl, with with the woman, and looked at the eight-year-old. So And so he knew at that point he was a pedophile. Number two, he also told the girl that God chose her. Right for what he was going to do in the future. So that means it was premeditated at that point. Well, let's, it, get, let's get to the crazy part. Okay. March 12, 2004. Who's this one that's rebelling? What, what's her name? Nikki Yanni. Yeah. Nikki Yanni and along with her two nieces rebelled. And I guess they called the cops or whatever. So it was a family dispute. Mm -hmm. So they, they summoned the, the Fresno police. So uh, he goes and Nikiani mm -hmm. demands her children. Yes. And he didn't want to give up the children, which was also Wesson's child slash grandchild. Correct. Uh, so he said, do you have a warrant? Do you, uh, what do you want? We need the child. He says, uh, okay, uh, give me a minute. Yeah. And he goes back in, closes the door, and uh, when he came back to the door, his clothes were all bloody. Well, now when you do that, and you tell the listeners, go ahead, you get, you take it over. Okay, well, I'm gonna let you continue, but do you need the people at home need to understand? When he shut that damn door, do you know how long he was he was gone? How long? Eighty minutes. God damn. 80 and and now keep in mind this is in california and this is a black man and you know what i said and no one shot this man he shut the door and stayed in that room quiet for 80, 80 minutes. minutes came back back out covered in blood mm -hmm. 
So when the police got him, I don't think he even fought. No, he didn't. Anything came out peace- peacefully. When they went back in, they found all nine of the kids shot dead. Yeah. And the way he shot them, he shot each one of them in the eye. Yes. Deliberately mm-hmm. shot each one of his kids in the eye. With the twenty-two. Yeah, with, with some type of gun. I don't know what type of, maybe it was a twenty-two. In court, they said twenty-two. And he stacked them side by side from youngest to oldest. And put the gun up under the, the oldest. Oldest arm. Mm-hmm. Like that was some type of symbolic shit. Right. Well, see, to me, that that told me biggest day that this guy, you know, deserved to die. He knew what he was doing, and I'm going to tell you why. So when he put the gun up under the arm, he, he tried to say in court that he did not shoot them. Now, get this. Wow. He said that the oldest shot. Now, let me let me go back and let's go. Let me just step back for just a second so you really understand. So before this particular incident happened, the brother, the brother had went to the sister and said, I see a strange car. They're coming for us. When they saw this car, this car was looking for a home. They thought it was looking for them. This car was a white car with progressive written on the side. They saw multiple cars like that, and they just knew for a fact. Now, because of their teaching, they thought that it was the government now coming to get them. Wow. So the girl in question that had the gun up under her arm had lined up all of the children and was about to shoot them all. They did not know that that progressive was the uh, uh, auto insurance place because they have no television, no none of that stuff. They They've didn't never know. seen the real world, right? So they didn't know. So all of these kids are waiting to die at this point, and the oldest was going to shoot them, but she didn't feel right about it. She was scared. She didn't know, so she ended up contacting uh, another sibling to get Marcus Weston on to, to know. And once he saw what it was, he said, "Hey, put the gun away. <laughs> you know, no worries. That that's nothing." So this girl was willing to kill these people. And not only was she willing to do it, these siblings were willing to stand there and die. Yeah, that's that's that fucking brainwashing, bro. Right, that's the brainwashing. So when he finally did do this himself, he was he was saying that she actually did it. Well, here's the thing about that. The. It would be impossible for her to shoot herself in the eye and then lay on the side of the, you know, um, you know, with the gun. So when they did the testing on the gun, it definitely showed that she had her DNA on it, but it her hands didn't have any gunpowder residue on it. Wow. But here's the other part. Yeah, I got something I want to ask you. Okay. Nor did his hands have any gunpowder residue on it either. He probably watched to find a way to get that shit off. And I, I don't know if it's true. I heard you could piss on your hands and get yeah, I don't know gunpowder residue. But, but it's just common sense to me that you did it. You went in there and shut the door, came back out. No. Yeah, you shit. You had fucking eighty minutes. Now, and here's the thing. And you guys, come on now. This is right there. The officers are right there. The officers testified they didn't even hear a gunshot. Yeah, but the neighbors said they did. Oh wow. That is the weird part. The neighbors said they heard the gunshots, but the officers who were standing right there said, we didn't hear any gunshots. Well, I think I know what happened. What? 
I think they might probably been fucking rookies and were scared to go in for 80 minutes. They probably did hear those fucking gunshots. You think so? I mean, what other reason would you would you hear? You know, bro, you you gonna hear gunshots? I don't care if it's the smallest caliber gun there is. Yeah, if you stay, I would think that. Yeah, if somebody's outside our office door, or even in the next office, and we and they shoot a twenty two, we gonna hear. You still gonna hear? That's what you would think, but yeah, and then to shoot it eight times, nine times, nine times, and to and to to have. You know, I know these kids were brainwashed, but I imagine some somebody had to scream or or fight or run, try to run. Well, that's the reason why I told you the original, what happened before. They all stood in line to die. Wow. They did not run. So I'm pretty sure when this time came about, they didn't run either. Yeah, well, maybe not. And I just want to list the names. Yes, please. So from oldest to youngest. So we had Sabrina Wesson. She was 25. She's the one that had the, the gun exactly. under her arm. Uh, Elizabeth Wesson, she was 17. Illabelle Wesson, she was age eight. Aviv Wesson, age seven. Jonathan Wesson, seven. Ethan Wesson, four. Marshy Wesson, age one, Jeeva Wesson, age one, Sedona, age one. Damn, you had a lot of one-year-olds. And a lot of seven-year-olds. Wow, yeah, two two seven-year-olds and three one-year-olds. Okay. Wow, well, I said one-year-olds. Well, I said it right. You Most, said it right. I know some people say one-year-olds. No. You know how people say that? No. You never heard anybody say that? No. When they say, like, he one-years-old? Nope. You never heard no dummy say that? Nope. I have. Just you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. But that's crazy, bro. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's a it's one of the most unfortunate things you're probably gonna ever I'm not gonna say ever. I mean, I hope it's ever. I hope it never gets more yeah. than this be, but it is very sad. And so if I'm not mistaken, he's like 75, 76 years old at this point now, and he's not gonna serve out that time. I mean, he's gonna die i mean nothing is accomplished the only the only helpful thing that we can do at this point is basically tell the story make the story famous so no one else will do it um because we know it's happening i know it's happening right now and if they can ever get out and do the work and maybe someone can talk to them, listen to a podcast or something to let them know that the rest of the world know that you're doing this and it's wrong. And Jay, look, I just came across something to support what, what you said. Mm-hmm. It said that Sabrina's DNA, which was the oldest, was found on the gun, mm-hmm. which lent to credits, credit, lent credits to Wesson's claim. And the jury actually declined to find that Wesson fired the fatal shots, but convicted him anyway. And they thought presumably maybe that the the children were persuaded into acting out this suicide pact. So so maybe he did have them shoot each other. Well, that's the only thing is, is that here's the problem. That all of them would have gunpowder. Well, yes. And 
not only that, that means that since there were nine people dead, that means that he had to at least kill one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. And nine people, one gun. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, bro. This this is an incredible story. I I had never heard this story until I came across it, and I was thinking of different things to do for this podcast, and this one just came out of the page and slapped me, like, look at me. Yeah, I was completely amazed when you hit me up, and I I looked them up, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. And and, and you think that something like this goes way back. No, man, this was 2002. Yeah. All right. Well, it's 2004. It happened 2004. I mean, 2004. I mean, yeah. so I get it. It's two. T- you know, it's 2021, I right? Think, I think something else. I had it pulled up, but I can't find it not, right now. Something else major was going on at this time that overshadowed it. Something real major. Well, in the news, maybe. And you might be right, but I do remember when he was being taken. I do remember that in the orange jumpsuit. I remember seeing that on the news. Okay. But I did not focus on it. Yeah. So maybe you're right. Maybe something was more important at that particular time. But um, who knows? You know, it, the fact is, is that there should never be nothing more important than this type of thing. You know? Yeah. Um, and again, I need to listen. Even though this happened, there was multiple times that this girl reached out for help and regular people just tapped her away. Do you understand that even the 911 operator? You forgot to mention that when they when they finally did go in uh, amongst the bodies, they still they found those uh eight coffins too. The eight antique coffins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. But um like I said, even the 911 operator believed that when the girl called and stuff, that they were lying. Wow. So do you understand, multiple times, these, this girl, I'm just saying this girl, let's put it like that, reached out for help. And we as people, because the story sounded so large that it had, in our mind, it had to be fabricated. Yeah. So we just like, nah, get out of here with that shit. Yeah, that was a mistake. And so if someone comes to you like that, please do not do that to them. I just thought about this too, Jay. You said one of them had to, he had to kill one of them. What, what if the last one shot itself in the eye? That's the problem. So then that leaves a whole nother problem because of the gun residue and the gun residue in the face, the whole the whole thing, oh, yeah. and, and where the gun will projectory be landing. Yeah, yeah. Who knows if they were, well, 2004, they, they should have been that advanced. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. So they don't know who did it. They don't, they really don't know because none of them had gun residue on their hand. Wow. So, so nine of his kids died, his kids slash grandkids. So that means there would be seven surviving today. Yeah, they're all, yeah. Out of the 16. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he has, still has any type of grip or control over them, over any of them, you know? You you, you thinking that where, where they want to talk to him? I, I think it's been too long now. I think, I, think the brain, so. I think the brainwashing has wore off Probably at this point. Because yeah. mm-hmm. like you said earlier, the older son made that statement, right? But now he's retracted that statement because yeah. the brainwashing has wore off. Yeah, okay. And he wasn't even getting done as bad as the children was, but it yeah. wore off. Wow. So, I mean, in a certain amount of time, that stuff will happen, you know? That's crazy. Um, 
And I would love to give the audience a hotline to call, an abuse hotline. I don't have any right now, but trust maybe me. I'll add one in and yeah, that'd or be good. Like that. Yeah, yeah. they definitely need to know about that. Um, some people are very weird, but I tell you what, this was a little bit, and I'm gonna say a little because I didn't want to go into that type of death when it's dealing with children, and it's so horrible. So I just kept it with the older ones. Um, but you heard everything you needed to hear at this point about Mr. Marcus Wesson. Okay. Marcus Wesson. He is the vampire king of Fresno. He told his children that they, you know, um, that Jesus was a vampire. You yep. know, he's a basically a sick all around motherfucker. And there's plenty of resources on the internet. Uh, YouTube, Murderpedia, Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. If you want something that we didn't, you know, touch, you know, because we try to try to try not to get too somber, you know, because I actually dealing with a death in my family, so we this, we we try not to get too somber on this one, and this we a little short handed. Like I said, we under construction, so we can make twenty twenty two the best we can for y'all as far as our podcast. And if if you can find it uh, in your heart or your wallet to send us a little something, you can send that to dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. Absolutely. Yeah. And he, I, I mentioned earlier, it's twenty one. So it's, no, no, no. It is twenty two two. So you know, with that being said, I want to say to you guys and the listeners, we definitely appreciate you. And hey, make this year a better year than last year. So happy New Year, guys. From the UPC, baby. Hey, hey, Brought out. to you by BSB Media. Would you like to advertise on the Urban Paranormal Podcast? Send us an email at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. Or if you just have a story to tell, send us an email. Help support the Urban Paranormal Podcast by sending your donations to dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. That's dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. The Urban Paranormal Podcast.